Welcome back, or welcome if you're new. Welcome to another episode of Arlene Anonymous with me, Arlene. This is a podcast where I encourage you to go do that one task that you've been avoiding, all while you listen in on the random rambles of this awesome, beautiful mind of mine. (laughs) This is also a safe place, a no-judgment zone, a place where you can come as you are, but you will leave better than you came. On today's episode, episode one of season two, I know, I will be going over the 22 things I learned this summer while also catching you up on these last two months. Here's your warning. This podcast is unedited and I am unfiltered. I highly, highly, highly suggest and recommend that you put on some headphones on (laughs) or at least just don't listen with small kids around or maybe like your boss. With that, I hope you're ready to listen in and get started on that task that needs to be complete. Before we (laughs) before we begin, (laughs) before we begin, let's do some housekeeping. Housekeeping. You can follow me on social media, The Arlene Garcia, everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I think I have a business page. This Insta, I always say that. This podcast has its own Instagram. Um, has it been all up to date and cute? No, but you can follow, follow me there. One day, it will be just the exact Instagram that I want it to be. For now, it's not, but you can follow me there. Um, please send me an email, ArleneAnonymousPod at gmail.com. If you want to chat, if you want to tell me what you're addicted to, if, you know, again, you just want to chat. And don't forget to like, share, and rate this podcast. Honest opinions only. Don't put a five star just because you want to kiss my ass. Absolutely not. Okay? Honest opinions only. So, since this entire episode is a huge catch up, we're not going to catch up. We are actually going to just go ahead and start off with what I'm addicted to. Uh, This is the segment where I tell you what I'm addicted to. It's usually a show. Uh, Just a fair warning. I think uh, season one was 25 episodes and like 22 of them were shows. The other three were like random shit. So just tell you right now, it's almost always going to be a show. Um, It's also a play on words. I am a former alcoholic, so I am sober, and I actually never went to AA. That's why it's called Arlene Anonymous. This is this whole podcast is just my version of what AA would be, and I'm just taking back the word addicted. Okay, it's I'm taking it back in my own way. Um, but also before I forget this, my best friend Troy said it's not really an addiction until you suck dick for it. So, you know. I never sucked dick for alcohol, maybe. But anyways, so the point is what I am addicted to, (laughs) this week at least, is a show on Hulu called This Fool. Like, you know, I love to spell shit. T-H-I-S-F-O-O-L. Now, I saw the ads and I was like, this show looks awesome, but it's just, I I already watch a million shows. I'm not going to watch it, right? Next, you know, my husband's like, hey, babe, I saw this one show, the first episode. That's how he talks in my head. Uh, babe, I saw this one episode of the show. You should watch it. I think you'll like it. And of course, I was like, uh, I guess it's fate. So I decided to watch it and it's so funny. So from Google, literally, this is what it says. This is what it says. Julio Lopez, a punk ass bitch with the heart of gold who goes out of his way to help everyone but himself. That's it. I was like, that's it? And if you think, if you know, after watching the two episodes or the first two episodes, I'm like, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. It's hilarious. Now, someone from New York, right? I asked someone from New York. I love watching all the New York shows, you know, Law and Order and like all the powers, you know, just New York shit. You know, I get the lingo. I get the accent. 
But here I am watching this shit. It's from California. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's really how they talk out there. Now, of course, it's like stereotypes and exaggerations. But at the same time, I'm like, no, that's, that's kind of how they talk. So it's pretty awesome to watch. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend that you do. So this full on Hulu is what I'm addicted to this week. Um, and because I don't know how to segue anymore because it's been two months since I recorded this podcast and shit has been rearranged and taken out, it's just time for the meat of the episode. The meat! <laughs> Do you like my new sound effects? <laughs> I don't know if I would keep them. But for now, I like them. So, literally, I'm going to catch you up on the last two months because I looked at my, you know, when I last uploaded a podcast it says it was the 15th of june it is currently august 31st so you don't know what the hell i've been up to all of july and basically all of august now of course i already did a catch-up episode for four weeks and i was like damn that was whack i just talked about shit that i did and i was like well how can i make this like more like influency and like youtube-esque and like how all the other bitches do it and i was like Because a lot of girls, and I always wanted to do this, like, because obviously I'm 35. But, like, you know, 20 things I learned by 20. You know, I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I'm like, 35 things I learned by 35. Like, well, I was like, let's do 22 things I learned in the summer of 22. But we're also, it's not just what I learned. It's lessons, which have to do with learning. It's also, like, just realizations. And I'm also going to be sharing memories and just Let's just vibe. Okay, ready? Cool. Let's start off with my birthday dinner. So that was Friday, June 17th. And I didn't actually write down all the days. That would have taken way too long. But I'm literally looking at all 22 things on my iPad and it takes up one page. But of course, I'm going to talk a lot in between. But listen, my birthday dinner was Friday, June 17th. And what I learned on that day was, first of all, was fucking awesome. I highly recommend if you've never done a birthday dinner do one everyone paid for their own shit separate tabs it wasn't like a bill for 500 and everyone that was there paid you know if there was 10 of us everyone paid 10 percent. no everyone paid for their own shit um so i highly recommend that i did like reserve a table and a spot and a place like it was a full reservation and i invited a bunch of people knowing that not not everyone was going to show up for different reasons right so what i learned is that people will show up for you that's just a huge deal for me right there. People will show up. If you are a kind and loving and awesome person to be around, people will just show up. And it was so awesome to see out of like the 40 people who showed up, I think like maybe it was like 13 of us. And I was happy if it was like three of us. You know, I literally even invited my parents. I invited everyone but my husband. That's a whole other subject. (laughs) But for real, like my parents showed up. Like that was so freaking cool. And what I learned, like I said, is that people will show up for you and then people don't. And guess what? Like, it's literally okay. Don't judge them again and not again because I haven't said it, but I've said it before, like in other podcast episodes. Um, Stop judging people. Just don't think like, well, she didn't show up. So the next time she has something, I ain't going like that's super old, like fucking high school version of me. We don't do that shit no more. People are not going to show up for whatever reason. And guess what? It's none of your fucking business. I had a few people who were like, hey, I can't make it. Boom. That's it. They didn't even tell me why. And guess what? I didn't ask why. And it's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't know. And if they would have put in the text, you know, hey, I can't make it because then you can have follow up questions. But if they're like, hey, I can't make it. Just shut the fuck up. Okay, cool. See you next time. That's it. Like, mind your business. Don't judge them don't be mad don't be like tit for tat like they didn't show up no 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 just okay cool and the ones who showed up we had a great motherfucking time and we were gonna go like on this walk and the the walk didn't happen because i didn't realize the time and we're having a good time at, at the at the dinner but we did walk to this ice cream shop and again just it was just good times i had like a little itinerary, you know, I, I, and the long ass text message I sent out to everyone. Cause no, I didn't make like a Facebook, you know, events page, <laughs> which apparently still people do. Or um, excuse me. Apparently people still do, but yeah, I just sent out a text message. So I highly recommend if you have an event coming up or just a non-event, just, Hey, who's available? 
October 7th or whatever. And boom, everyone hang out that day. So that's what I learned. That people will show up. Excuse me. And the ones that don't, don't. And that's it. Cool. My actual birthday. (laughs) And the only reason why I'm telling you the date is because I know my birthday. (laughs) My birthday was Juneteenth. Like Sunday, June 19th was my actual birthday. It was also Father's Day. And it was also Juneteenth. Um, I always joke my whole life, like, my birthday is a holiday. My birthday is my holiday. I always take my birthday off. Like, it's a holiday. And then coming to find out, it's a fucking actual national holiday. So I manifested the fuck out of that, okay? Okay, my birthday was amazing because I made the shit amazing. So that's the lesson. I made it amazing. I had this big plan to climb this mountain stairs I've never done it before. It's called the Incline. It's in Manitou Springs, Manitou, Colorado. I don't know. I've never done it. You know, everyone always posts the pictures. I've seen all the pictures before. It's supposed to be this awesome, amazing thing. I put it on Facebook like, oh my God, who wants to come with me? Only one person said she would. What's up, Amy? And then, like, I kid you not, the night before, because I was like, I'm very good on on, uh, compartmentalizing. So I was like, okay, the night before, I'm going to set everything up. Like, what I'm going to wear, the things I'm going to bring. Like, I had it all in my head. And I kid you not, Amy's like, hey, you need a reservation. And I was like, what? And I think I even put that thing on my Facebook, like, in May. So I had time to probably make the reservation. But there was no no reservations until, like, now. So this is in June. There was no, it was empty slots for July. Like, the rest of June, July, and August. And I'm like, what the hell? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And everyone's like, just show up anyway. Just tell them it's your birthday. Just show up anyway. Then I was like, well, damn, imagine I drive an hour and a half with gas at like $6 a gallon (laughs) just to be fucking turned or declined and have to turn around. So I was like, you know what? Take two. So that's the lesson. The lesson is always have a plan B. And in the back of my mind, I kind of always had a plan B. But I was like, no, 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 we're not going to speak that into existence type shit. I'm like, no, we're going to do the incline. So basically, I went to Red Rocks. And I've already been to Red Rocks before. And I did yoga with this one person. And it was awesome. It was like sunrise yoga. It was just like us two. We decided to do it. And of course, other people are there. It's like a public place. Red Rocks is like an amphitheater. It's like an amphitheater. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I actually did Run the Rocks there. I did like a 5K a while back, like seven, six years ago. That shit was so hard. But anyway, that's it. Just always have a plan B. It was beautiful. I went alone. So your girl got up like at five in the morning on a Sunday on my birthday. Like that right there, it being a Sunday, I already sleep in. But I was like, no, we're going to make the day more fucking great. And I'm telling you, I had a blast all by myself. And that's another lesson right there. You need to learn to fucking love yourself, to hang out with yourself and treat yourself with respect. I think it's Chloe because I was listening to her song this morning like three times, four times in a row. It's like, treat me. Treat me how I treat me or something like that. That's the song. Treat me how you treat me. And I'm like, yes. I treat myself with love and respect. And I, res- and I demand the same from you. But anyway, that's besides the point. It was awesome. And I, I kid you not, I was back in Aurora by like 7 in the morning. Like I did my yoga. I did like some running up and down the steps. And I was telling everyone, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. And I was like, what? seven eight months post-op from my surgery and i kept telling everyone oh my god i had my knee replaced i had my knee replaced just over and over again and it was fucking awesome and i got all the free shit i never made a reel or a tiktok about it i made one last year i got like free duncan and free starbucks and free einstein bagels and free pinkberry like i went to all the fucking spots maybe not pinkberry but i went to like 10 spots i went to the mall i didn't know the mall opened later or something. I thought it opened like a 9 or 10. Open like 11. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I went to like Ulta. Ended up picking up my son. No, that's what I did. Ended up coming home, taking a shower, getting fully dressed. And then going to like the mall. Because I was like, oh my god. I thought the mall opened up earlier than that. Because I was trying to do all this shit alone. I ended up taking peanut to Ulta. To like get free shit there. Went to the mall to get like free Auntie Anne's and And Cinnabon. And I'm telling you, it was a fucking blast. And then, of course, it was actually Father's Day. So I went to hang out with my father. There was like a little barbecue that my mom had. And we had lunch or dinner, whatever meal it was. And like a birthday cake. Um, If you're drinking water, please take a sip. Yeah. So again, always have a plan B. 
love yourself. Okay? Hang out with yourself. Anyway, my birthday was awesome. Um, I already did that. Okay. Three. Um, and yes, these are numbered. I started dancing again. Uh, I'll go into more detail later, but, um, and there's going to be a whole episode probably all about this coming soon, you know, coming soon. But not that I was ever like a dancer, like I'm not a professional dancer. I never actually attended like professional classes or like I wasn't in dance or ballet growing up, none of that shit. But there was something in me that was like, I need to start dancing and I need to like just shake my ass. I, I kid you not. There's like science behind like shaking your butt, like moving your hips around. Like this shit is real. But um, I forgot how it started, but my friend Troy was like, we need to start hanging out Mommy Mondays. And you know, I fucking love alliteration. So she got me with that. I was like, oh my God, Mommy Mondays, there's already a name? And I didn't have to come up with it? Yes, Mommy motherfucking Mondays. And all summer long, we had fucking Mommy Mondays, yo. Except for like the three times that, you know, um, it was like a holiday or a birthday or something like 4th of July. And then the girl's birthday, like the teacher instructor's birthday. But I started dancing again. And what I learned is that I still motherfucking got it. I still got it. 35 years old. And I want to say we started the literal day after my birthday because that's what I I see in my pictures. Like when I was looking through my pictures. Um, It was like Monday, June 20th. But yeah, I still got it. 35 years old, knee replaced, you know, big old belly. And I always like to talk about my belly, so that's just me. You know, if you have a big belly, who gives a fuck? Shake that shit and wear crop tops all day, okay? And sports bras outside while you're taking a walk. That's what I do, okay? Fucking sports bra and biker shorts. You don't like the way I look? Don't look at me. I've been saying that shit since I was 10 years old. Anyway. I still got it. And I bet you, you still got it. Um, and, and don't compare yourself. Don't be like, well, when I was 17, exactly. When you were fucking 17, no kids, unless you had a kid at that age. But you know what I mean? Like you didn't have all this trauma and all this other shit. You were just a young buck. Okay. And now you're seasoned, baby. There's nothing wrong with that. And I bet you, you do still got it. And it's just a different version of what you had or what you think you got. You know what I mean? And I've never been like this amazing dancer, but I fucking love to dance. And that's all that matters. But I still got it. So let me turn that and flip that around on you. You still got it. You just got to go get it. Try your hardest and show up with the, menta- with the mentality of like, this is a different version of me. I'm not necessarily a whole new version of me, just like a different side of me, you know? Anyway, I still got it. I started dancing. It's awesome. Cool. Number four, Uber Eats. I'm still doing Uber Eats. I love the shit. It's been... Since what, January, February? Like, you know, seven, eight, nine months-ish, you know? Eight, seven months? Fucking love it. I literally wrote down and planned out my entire schedule wall. The whole schedule. For the month of June and July. Because I knew August, I didn't know exactly when school was starting, but I knew it was going to be... And then I have three different kids going to different schools, so I knew it was going to be all different days and shit. So I was like, August, we're not going to fuck with August. But I literally wrote down all the schedules. And I wrote down all the times I was going to record the podcast. I'm telling you, I had my whole fucking schedule lined up and picked out. And then my husband's work schedule changed and switched. And I was like, what the fuck? I freaked out. I was crying. Oh, my God. I was like, what am I going to do? I can't work. And I never like to work. So the fact that I actually want to work, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. That's number one. But number two... I I had to freak out. So if you are normally a, I call it a freaker outer, like I'm an Uber eater. (laughs) If you are a freaker outer, just, just fucking do it. But you got to nip that shit in the butt, the butt, the bud, whatever, the bust, all the shits. Okay. You got to nip it, man. Give yourself like an hour or two. You can't fucking dwell on this shit. Imagine if I would have dwelled on it all summer long. I never would have fucking worked. I would have, oh my God, my schedule, my schedule, my husband's schedule. I can't work. I can't work. I just would have been freaking out and then never made money for two months. Like literally, that's what the old me would have fucking done. So what I want you to do is, is have your little freak out moment. And then I kid you not, like after about an hour or three, I was like, oh, I'll just work at these times instead. Because, let me see, my planner is literally right in front of me. I want, I think I, I didn't say delete. I almost said delete. (laughs) Okay, right here. I usually white it out, but this one I actually crossed it out. My plan was to work 12 to 5 every day. 12 to 5. Like, whatever the work schedule was, 
or the day, I mean, it was going to be 12 to 5, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. But then I realized, I was like, well, if my husband's going to be getting home at 5, why don't I work like 4 to 8? You know what I mean? Like the kids would have been, the kids are home alone. Like you can tell on me if you want, but the kids are home alone while I'm at work. But it's like for 30 minutes to an hour and then they're with their dad you see what I mean? And then I'm working. So I, I don't know. It just took me a second to realize that, Carlene, you don't fucking... It's okay. Like, you're gonna be fine. And to this day, I'm still working that exact same schedule. Even with the kids at school. I just pick them up from school. I situate them. I leave around 4.20-ish, 4.15, sometimes 4.30. My husband gets home at 5. There you go. Like, literally, problem motherfucking solved. So the point of that is, is that you need to freak out. It's okay. Do the freaking out. But like I said, I normally would have freaked out for months. And then as I was more in my like self-love journey and all my journeys that I'm on, then I, you know, I would have freaked out for like a month and then it would have been like three weeks and then two weeks and then one week. And then you see what I mean? Like eventually now it's just hours and minutes that I freak out and I'm like, oh, solution. There's always a solution. My friend, I know there's a book about it, but I'm telling you, my friend Nikki said that shit two years ago. Everything is figure outable. And I was like, Pfft. So in case you didn't know, baby girl, baby boy, however you choose to identify yourself, everything is figure outable. That means you can figure it out. There's always a solution. It may not be the best one or the brightest one or the smartest one, but there's always a solution. Okay? We got to fucking keep it pushing. Cool. Number five. We went to... Um, Elages. Now that my calendar is here, now I want to tell you all the dates. Uh, Thursday, June 23rd. We went to Elage Gardens. And again, with my schedule, like, well, I work on Thursdays. And I was like, bitch, just work another day and then just have that day as your day off instead of whatever day you had originally planned. Wow. What a, see, everything is figure outable. And then also, just, you're not in control, baby. I'm not in control. You're not going to be in control of every situation all the time. Like, my parents said to be that uh, there at a certain time. I was. My brother wasn't. That was out of my control. We had to wait almost like an hour and a half. Well, then you just fucking wait. And you just relax. And you tell the kids that it's going to be okay. Like, there's no reason for that for an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just bitching and moaning for Nobody wants to hear that shit. Just go with the fucking flow. You're not in control of every situation. You're in control. I tell this shit to my kids all the time. You're in control of your own self. I was controlling my own self that day. And then from there, like, there was, like, a, a, a wet side and a dry side. So the wet side is, like, like, a, like, the water park. And then there's, like, the dry side, which is, like, the rides. If it was up to me, we would have did the dry stuff first. We, we literally even went to the place without our bathing suits on. We came with our dry clothes on because I thought we were going to go through all the lines early. So that way it's not that hot. And the lines were probably shorter because it was earlier in the morning. Right? We work up a sweat and an appetite, then we eat, and then we go to the wet side and, like, cool ourselves off into the evening. Well, of course, it was fucking flipped, so we had to change into our stuff. We did all the wet stuff, and then we did the dry stuff after. I didn't bring no hair products. I was like, fuck, because I thought that we were going to do the wet stuff last, and then I'd just go home afterwards, and I had, like, big, you know, frizzy-ass hair the rest of the day, which was fine. The lines were long. It was hot. We ended up leaving early, and I was like, fuck. But again, what I learned is like I wasn't in control and I caught myself a few times getting mad and I was like, Arlene, you're not in control. You're fine. It's going to be okay. If you were in charge, you would have did it this way. You're not in charge. Just still have fun anyway. So I made the best of it. And my kids haven't, Peanut's never been to that place, Elidge Gardens. And the other two hadn't gone since they were like three or four. So, and so it had been a while for me as well. It had been a while for me as well, like eight, seven-ish years. You know what I mean? So anyway, we had a good time. And it just, again, you know, made me realize we're not always going to be on the same page at all times when it comes to the adults. And sometimes certain families do things their way. And if it was up to you, you do things your way. Well, then guess what? Then you fucking go on your own terms. Okay? Because, like, we didn't even pay for it. So, like, I couldn't even, you know, in my head, I'm like, don't bite the hand that feeds you type shit. Like, I didn't even pay. So, like, just fucking go with the flow and relax. If I would have paid, maybe I would have been like, listen, motherfuckers, you want to do that? Cool. Bye. We leaving. We're going to do this first, you know? That's just me. But anyway. Cool. Six. Um, <laughs> I spelled this shit wrong. But 
uh, we went to Pride on accident. Um, it was actually really cool. Um, we wanted to eat Voodoo Donuts. It's like a donut spot here in Colorado. I've always heard of it. I've always seen the pictures. And we accidentally attended Pride because it was Voodoo Donuts is like literally by like the Capitol or whatever. I don't know. I don't know much about downtown Denver, but we were at Pride and I just saw everybody. And again, it just made me realize like I've always wanted to attend Pride just for various reasons. And like here I was. So sometimes like the lesson is like sometimes you do get what you want. It's just you to you. It's an accident. But like to the universe and to God or whoever, whatever you believe in. It was actually always planned out this way. So I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, shit, I accidentally attended Pride. Now, of course, I wasn't, like, in the parade or, like, by the parade. But I saw, like, you know, all the gay people. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. There was that. Uh, number seven. We saw... I didn't look it up, so I forget if this is the official title. But we saw Minions Rise of Gru at the movie theaters. Like, we were actually invited. It was my son, my middle son's... Uh, friend's little birthday party there's like a whole text message situation i got invited last minute and again last minute which made me realize this whole summer that i was like okay yeah you want to work 12 to 5 but if there's like an event and if the event is at like 11 or 12 you attend the event and then you just go to work after or vice versa if the event is at five or six you go to work before the event and then attend said event. So I had to do that twice. And this was one of the occasions where I was planning to work 12 to 5. The the event was at 11. We did the fun stuff. I got everybody situated. Got everyone lunch. And then I went to work. And left the kids with, with hubby, you know? So that was a lesson right there. But the other lesson is like, none of the women that there, I didn't think they wanted to make friends with me. And I know that sounds really weird because I'm like very friendly and personable. But I think they were just in their own world attending to the kids and doing all these things. And I was like, you know what, Arlene? Again, you don't have to be in control. This is not your party. It's literally not your party. Like, you're not in control of it. You're not the one who paid for it. You're not the one who planned it out. Let her stress out. And you don't even know her that well. So it's not like you can, like, help her. She It looks like she had, like, little helpers, you know? So as an attendee, I learned to just fucking relax. And I was like, what a concept. I was just, after I realized that nobody needed me, nobody really wanted to be friends with me. And it wasn't, like, in a rude way. It's like everyone was just caught up in their own worlds. And I was like, oh, I could just relax. So I just like sat down and watched the movie with my husband and fucking had a good time. And then afterwards, people wanted pictures and I was just like, going with the flow. And I was like, huh, this is nice. Like I got to watch a movie and, you know, we got our own little snacks. The kids got, you know, got snacks through the party. But it was just nice. It was nice to just, you know, I learned, like I said, that it's okay to not make friends. Not everybody really wants to make friends. You just show up. You just have fun. Cool, we're almost done. Not really. <laughs> Third of the way through, right? 8, 16, 24-ish, 7, 14, 21. Anyway. <laughs> so on the 4th of July, because I want to say that was July 2nd, was that group birthday party. On the 4th of July, I hung out with my friend. Shout out Cammy. What up? She invited all of us to go, and it was only me and Peanut. Only me and Peanut, Peanut ended up hanging out. And that was so weird, because I usually hang out with either all five of us if not it's just me and the boy so there's four of us but it's never just like one kid and that ended up happening a few times this summer where I was just with one kid and I was like this is nice so if you have like multiple kids it's okay to just hang out with one and I've always wanted to make that a priority I always heard of like if like this one guy he had three daughters so he always took them out on a date so they can learn what it's like to be on a date so they know what it's like when a man actually takes them out to have expectations and all this shit. And I was like, well, this is cool. You know, I've always wanted to teach my boys how to like properly date, whether it's a man or a woman. But anyway, I was like, it's okay to just hang out with one kid. Just let the other two go. They were with dad, obviously. And I just had a good old time with Peanut. So that was a lesson to just, it's okay to just hang out with one kid. It does not make you a bad parent. You And I actually did miss the other two. And that's okay to miss them too. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. It was a very weird... It was, well, we had fun, but it was just weird to be with one kid. And it's also... I hate to say it was so easy. Like, just one kid. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Except Peanut doesn't eat anything, like hot dogs and hamburgers. So that was fucking annoying. But anyway, yay. Cool. Number nine. We attended a quinceañera. We had been... We had... 
we had been invited to it months ago. We went to the quinceanera, and this is the event I was telling you about, that again, I wanted to work 12 to 5 on a Saturday. The event was in the evening, so I just worked before, made my money, got home, got dressed, got everyone ready. We all went. Of course, Hubby didn't go, but... You know, my family is my family, and I'm not going to go through all the details, but the, the point of and the lesson and the realization and all of that is, you know, sometimes regardless of what's going on and who's mad at whom and who the, who's not talking to who, you just, I was invited, so I fucking attended, and that was that, and we had a good time. And the people who don't like each other, they don't hang out and they don't talk, but if you like those people, then you hang out and you talk, and you, it's their issue. It wasn't the time or place to be like, hey, we all here. Let's talk it out. No, it wasn't about that. It was about the, you know, the girl, the quinceanera girl. And if you don't know, quinceanera is like a traditional like birthday party um, when, and you, when you turn 15. Not for me. No. As far as I know, I've heard of Puerto Ricans having quinceaneras, but I didn't have a quinceanera. My mom was like, you want a party or you want a car? And they were like, and I don't care if it's when, if when you turn 15 or if you want a sweet 16, but you want a party or a car. I was like, fuck that. I want a car. Party lasts for a little bit. That car ended up lasting me like seven years. Okay. Anyway, so that was a lesson to just, I set aside, if anyone had beef with me, they could have brought it up that day. As far as I know, nobody had beef with me. Other people had the beef is what I'm trying to say. So I just showed up anyway. So you just, you just, I hate to say you be the adult, you show up and you just mind your business. And if people talk to you, they talk to you and you talk to whoever you want and you dance with whoever you want. And it was a good time. So that's what I learned. Number 10, I learned that I am a reader. Um, I've been saying that for a year. Like, I'm not a reader. I'm not a reader. I'm not a reader. It's going to go into my next one, number 11. But I finished a book called Present Over Perfect by, like, Shauna Nyquist, I want to say is her name. And then I started reading The Secret. So number one is I am a reader. I am a reader, okay? Which goes into number 11. I started reading The Secret. I'm almost done with it. I have, like, 20 pages left. And I want to say this was July 18th because I took a picture of the book because <laughs> I'm a nerd, Okay. I think that's when I finished the book. Oh, shit, I forgot. But anyway, I've been reading it for like over a month now. I read a little bit at a time. That's another thing to stop fucking comparing. Okay, stop comparing. If you read, I, I learned this from my girl who wrote that book that I'm always talking about. Uh, Amy Landino, Amy Schulster, Schreinmeister. She has like two names, like her married name and her maiden name. She was like, even if you read one page a day, you can say that you read. And I've read just about every day this last year. I don't want to say I missed a few days, but like, especially the last like few months, I haven't missed a fucking day of reading. And that makes me so happy. If anything, now I'm reading three times a day. I'm reading in the morning, at school drop off and before bed. Like <laughs> I'm a motherfucking reader, which goes to the law of attraction. Okay. That's a book. It's a concept. Excuse me that has been around for like thousands of years but wow excuse me i usually burp during my podcast but damn i haven't even eaten like two hours what the hell excuse me <laughs> everyone needs to read this book i don't care if you believe in jesus christ himself i don't anymore you know like or i don't know what the fuck i believe in i believe he was a person i don't know if he was like the end all be all type shit but anyway i don't care if you believe in god or the universe everyone needs to read this book the law of attraction is motherfucking real man it is so real your thoughts matter and i always say if change your beliefs change your thoughts change your life i have always and i'm gonna have a whole podcast episode about this but hear me out i have always believed that i was not a reader so therefore my thoughts have always been i am not a reader so i would do things that would not help me be a reader right so now what i started to do is i changed my beliefs I started to believe that I am a reader. All I was doing was reading one page a day for like the last two years. If that, sometimes I missed. I remember missing a bunch when I first, first started. But you see what I mean? I was always believing that I wasn't a reader. Now I'm like, no, I believe it, that I am a reader. So now I'm thinking that I'm a reader. So now what am I doing? I have fucking, I'm reading three books right now. I'm like, I'm, I get books once a month at book of the month, like the app, you know, bookofthemonth.com. I'm on Goodreads. I'm like in the... Colleen Hoover. I finished Verity, by the way, by Colleen Hoover. Everyone always fucking talks about that book. I finally read it. You should read it too. I'm like, again, I'm in the Colleen Hoover, like Facebook group. I'm telling you, like, 
anyway, back to the secret, but your thoughts matter. What you believe matters and how you phrase things really matters. And I'm telling you, you need to read that book and it'll change your life. But I am a reader. That was 10. That was what I learned this summer is that I am a reader. I read, like I said, present over purpose. And I finished Verity. I finished Verity like in two weeks, which was like, besides like the Twilight books, that was record setting for me. Um, I was reading like 30 pages at a time. It was just that good. Oh my God, it was crazy. Cool. Um, number 12, career day. Right, I did write that down. See, now I'm all like, well, maybe I could like look at my calendar and I'm all annoying. Because I normally record on the bed, but I'm actually at my vanity. Career day was Tuesday, June 18th. Just kidding, Tuesday, July 18th. My friend Troy, she had a career day with this like summer camp. It's like super awesome, queenship. It's like this whole movement happening in Colorado. It's amazing. I was invited and it was awesome. So what I learned is that I may not have a traditional job or jobs. And I may not make a lot of money doing these traditional jobs. But I do have a story and I can share that story. And I did tell you about a career day, a career day that I had at the boys' school earlier this year. This was kind of the same concept. Career day is always going to be career day. But I do have a story to tell. I do want to share my story that you can have, you can make money. Like it doesn't matter how you do it. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the fucking point of it. This whole nine to five, you know, go to high school, go to college, Go get your PhD, work a nine-to-five listen. That's awesome for you if that works for you. Good for you. Literally, not sarcastic. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I would have taken that route, like went to college and got my master's and just work a regular-ass fucking job. To me, that sounds awesome. And I've, you know, I've had office jobs and all that shit before. But I'm not. That's not my story. And I had to change my own narrative. Again, my own beliefs in my head that I'm just a piece of shit and I'm fucking worthless And I just have a podcast just fucking spewing knowledge, you know, and um, I'm not certified in nothing. And this podcast has made me a dollar and three cents, by the way. Thank you very much. I can't cash out until I get $10. So once I hit and reach $10, we're having a party with these $10, okay? $10 bundle on me from McDonald's. Just kidding. But for real, like, you can have a different path. And... Streams of income is where it's at, you know, multiple streams of income. The podcast, I don't do Beachbody anymore. That wasn't in my list, but I stopped Beachbody. I still take like the supplements and work out, but I'm not a coach anymore. Um, I'm still doing Saint, the podcast, like Uber Eats obviously is my full-time job. But like you, you can do whatever you want. And my friend, shout out Sultan, what up baby boy? He was talking about the gig industry and the gig economy. What the fuck are you talking about? And it took me a second. Oh, gigs. That's where it's at. For me, you know, that works for me. I literally, and everyone's like, oh, I don't have the discipline. Then fucking get it. You think this shit is easy? Like, I have to fucking get the discipline. Like, I literally was like, Arlene, at 1230 on the dot, you will fucking record this podcast. I have, and I literally did start it at 1230. It's 1.08, and I am 30 minutes, 38 minutes and two seconds and counting on this podcast right now. But I'm telling you, like, get the discipline. That shit doesn't just magically happen. I need motivation and inspiration. No, you got to fucking be disciplined and inspire and motivate your own damn self. Okay, but for what I learned (laughs) is that I do have a story and I can share it. And and it's okay to not have the typical career. Because what hit me was like everyone in there, a lot of them didn't have typical careers, but they were making money. You know what I mean? Like some people, like one of the kids was like, how much money you made? You know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, $90,000. And I'm like, thank God nobody asked me that. Cause you know, I've, I've probably made like a thousand dollars a month since starting Uber Eats. So that's, oh shit, you know, almost 10,000 maybe. I mean, right. If it's a thousand a month, it's been about eight months. And obviously that's give or take. Cause some more, some months it was way more. Oh, okay. Look at you. But like I always say, man, when you broke you have zero dollars. So I had zero dollars to my motherfucking name starting like February. You know what I mean? So I this is like a true, to me, a true come up story. But listen, that, that was that was it. That not it with the podcast. I mean, that's what I learned on career day. That's number 12 is that it's OK to have a different path. It's literally OK. And, you know, excuse me, maybe like 
when I go to the 10th career day, I can be like, oh my God, remember, I, I can look back on my first career day. I was barely making $10,000 a year. Here we are, $10 million branching out. My podcast made millions. You see what I mean? So like, this is my story now, you know? Cool, there's that. Um, 13, Top Golf. Did I write that down? Yeah, so yeah, it was three days later, two days later. I am going in order. Look at me, because I was going through my photos. My husband and I, um, we went to Top Golf, which goes with number 14. So I'm kind of going to talk to them at the same time, but not really. So my kids, well, this is number 14. <laughs> all three boys left us, and this is, this is in a great way. All three boys had slumber parties at various houses for three nights in a row. At my mom's for one and at my brother's for two nights in a row. And I'm telling you, it was fucking awesome to be without them for three days in a row. Like, now I see why parents make their kids go to summer camps and shit. And, like, actual away camps. So, that which leads me to number 13. Like I was saying, my husband and I went to Top Golf. Is this place that you play golf. It was awesome. It was fun. The kids were not there. We sucked at golf. But it was awesome. We ended up being there for, like, two hours and a half or some shit. We had good food. We went, like, at 9 o'clock at night. It was the breeze. I mean, it was just fucking amazing and it made me feel so alive it made me realize that i do love my husband we just need to fucking hang out more without the fucking kids around so that's like the lesson and then with the three like i said the number 14 the the boys were without we were without the boys the boys were at summer parties for three nights in a row and it was just much needed so like if you have kids i don't care if it's one or 17 they gotta get away from you every once in a while and not just like a few hours i'm talking days and it was funny, I ended up seeing them every single day because of like various reasons, I had to like drop off an iPad or somebody forgot their shoes or some shit. So, you know, and they lived down the street. My parents literally, and my my brother lives down the street from me. But like, it was, again, it was just still nice, you know? And, and if you don't have that, I'm sorry. Like, I'm literally sorry. Again, I'm never being sarcastic. I'm being genuine. Um, if you don't have trusted people, I am so sorry. I don't know what to tell you except maybe try to find them. <laughs> Because it is, it is nice. I don't care what kind of parent you are, you know, gentle parenting or just a fucking bitch like me. Like, you need to be away from your motherfucking kids. Okay, maybe not when they're first born and it's your first kid. Like, oh, it's been day one. That's it. I need to tap out. No. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I don't want to judge. But I feel like everyone needs a fucking break from their kids. And that's it. Cool. Number 14. There was a... I think now we're in... Damn, are we just skipping? No, I didn't write it down. Where is it? Oh, no, was it was the next it was like two days later. <laughs> I was like, I didn't write it down. There was a step class, like aerobic steps, aerobic stepping. And it was awesome. Um, I have done that before years ago. Like I'm talking like fifteen years ago. So again, the, the point is to step out literally look at that step. That was an accident. Step out of your comfort zone. You know, oh, only weight lift. That's the only way I work out. Like, okay, good, good for you, you, fucking boring ass. Like, do other shit. Because, you know, I'm always like, oh, I do my yoga and my meditation and my walks and I do Beachbody. But literally, every Beachbody program is different. That's why I fucking love it. But anyway, that step aerobic class was hard as fuck and it was awesome. And me and my knee, old Bessie, as I call her, we did amazing. There was some steps that I was like, we ain't going to risk it. We just going to, you know, because... My my physical my physical therapist and my actual like art you know surgeon was like you got to be careful about the way you pivot and like you know it's not necessarily walking laterally or whatever it's like all about like pivots be careful about pivoting and there's a lot of pivots so I still did it and those a few moves that I was like I just I can't do it so I just wouldn't do it and then at the very end I ended up learning how to do it properly slower you know but. There's one girl, I hate to say it, I even caught it on camera. She busted her motherfucking ass. It was in between songs. And the lesson, this is the actual lesson, is to not show off. Um, I felt like she was showing off. I don't know the full story. I was there. You know, I rewatched the video. I was like, oh my God, I think I got it on tape. I did. And she busted her ass. And I want to say she was showing off. And again, the old me, I fucking love to show off. I love to show out. But I have literally done that. Where I was doing something, I decided to be cute and show off and I fucking fell and hurt myself and I was like I won't be doing that because of my knee <laughs> like I don't want to hurt myself and I kid you not I, I think she was trying to show off a move like oh no you do it like this boom she fell on the floor it was bad girl it was fucking 
it was so bad she ended up sitting out the rest of the thing she had to like limp out towards at the end so man i'm telling you right now don't don't show off if that's not what she did then i'm sorry but anyway just don't show off okay okay cool number 14 <laughs> just kidding we're on number 16 that was 15 um oh, i was like what the hell did he do cool so number 16 that was like this end of summer camp situation it was called homecoming it was the 28th of july it was awesome and I took the boys with me and peanut peed himself and peanuts four and i kid you not i don't think peanut has peed himself since like two years ago you know what i mean i think i even vividly remember it was at church it was like this whole situation so and we haven't been to church in two years but he peed himself and here's my lesson is it to, I need to pay attention to these kids. Like, I was there to have a good time. I'm eating. I'm hanging out with all the adults. And I was like, all the kids, go, go. There was a bunch of kids there. Go hang out. But, of course, Peanut's like four. You know, so that was my lesson. I was like, Erlene, like, stop thinking that Peanut is like the other two. You know, I have, now he's 11. But, you know, I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old at the time. You know, 10 and 9. They can better fend for themselves and, like, ask and advocate for themselves. Peanut's fucking four. He should have been with me. If I was with him, I could have avoided it. So, like, that's uh, that's my lesson with that. And also, just quick side note, Peanut did start occupational therapy because I love to joke and say that the iPad has raised him since birth so he doesn't know how to hold a pencil. And, of course, to me, every time somebody says, just kidding, it's, like, half truth. So, like, there's half truth to that, you know? But he, even today, Pina had a occupational therapist visit, and it's over. It's virtual. Um, but the lesson with that, this is like you know sixteen, you know B. That was A. This is B. That it's okay to get a little little extra help. Um, you don't know the full story, and I'm not gonna share that right this very moment. But um, you know, Peanut's fine. Like there's nothing technically wrong with him, but there's a lot of trauma and drama with peanuts like i feel like all three of my kids have their own story but peanut has his own story and a lot of it obviously has to do with me and my postpartum journey but um it's okay to get a little extra help um it's okay that the ipad has been raising him like he will be fine so if your ipad is raised if, if there's an ipad raising a kid right now they'll be all right you know they just get a little extra help and we're getting it so there's that um th then then we get into the fun stuff okay August 1st was a Monday, and I kid you not, I was posting all about this on my stories. Like, oh my God, new beginnings, new beginnings, new beginnings. It's the first. I, you know, I finished my program. I started a new one, started job one, which I finished because it was only four weeks long. I'm taking my week off like I always do. Even though I didn't take a week off with the work, I went straight into, um, after the work, I finished it on a Sunday. And the very next day, which was Monday the 1st, I started job one because I knew it was only going to be 20 minutes. So anyway, listen. I got into a motherfucking car accident Monday, August 1st. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I won't get into all the details, but I didn't even write down the lesson. But the lesson in that is that just when you think that you are a great motherfucking driver, the universe will fucking humble your ass. And that is exactly what happened. I think I said that to everybody that asked not dead ass that asked axed i'm just kidding but for real girl oh and i don't know why i keep saying girl like if you're here i'm fucking all alone in my room um the universe humbled me that day so the lesson is and i forgot to write it down but literally besides the universe humbling me and like you know all of that literally look look at your blind spot like for real and that reminds me of clueless because i fucking i love that scene when um dion and sharon the other dude they're all in the um the car and it's like okay get into get into first gear what the first thing we do is like we check our mirrors and then we glance at our blind spots and then she moves the whole car and he's like he's like you supposed to glance with your head not your whole body oh my god i swear to god woman i swear to god woman you can't drive for shit <laughs> oh my fucking god clueless is my favorite movie if you didn't know but anyway glance with your head not the whole car i just fucking switched lanes and there was a whole car next to me cool i just blacked out right there i don't know what the fuck i just said but listen check your blind spots for real and no that's another thing somebody was like didn't your car beep or something i was like no my car is fucking 12 years old i don't have the technology that when you switch lanes or if somebody gets close to you beep 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 beep, beep. i know a lot of newer cars do that my car doesn't do that so like the thing that i heard was a, a 
a horn, a car honk, the horn honking, whatever the, <laughs> the car horn. There you go. <laughs> like, that's what I heard. That's the beep that I heard. And I was like, oh shit, who's honking their horn? Oh, the car that I hit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. There's that. Um, then the, literally the very next day was the Backstreet Boys concert. I went with my girl, Troy. Shout out, Troy. Listen, I had to compartmentalize like a motherfucker. I was crying my whole shift because, yeah, I was at work when that happened on Monday. I was fucking crying the rest of the shift. Fucking on edge, mini panic attack. I had to pull over at one point. I was hyperventilating. It was not good. But I was like, the Backstreet Boys is the very next day. I got these tickets like in March or April. I haven't seen these motherfuckers since 1999 when I was 12 years old. October 31st, Halloween, I went with my mom at the fucking Pepsi Center. I was like, there's no way I'm going to let this car accident ruin me or the situation so that was my lesson sometimes you got to do that shit now i'm not wishing death or car accidents on anybody but if there's a really tough situation not just oh my god i broke my nail i can't attend this event no like a like real fucking hard ass situations man i'm telling you the world fucking goes on nobody was hurt by the way like nobody's hurt from the car accident but like and my car's drivable. But listen, sometimes you got to compartmentalize. Sometimes you got to put that shit aside and tell yourself, listen, I will deal with this tomorrow. I kept telling myself, girl, we have the concert tomorrow. I'm talking to myself. Girl, we have that concert tomorrow. This whole accident situation can wait till Wednesday. There's literally nothing you can do. It already happened. You got the information. We're just going to wait anyway. Crying and fretting and freaking out and panic attacking ain't going to do shit, bitch. Okay? Swallow the motherfucking tears. And go have the time of your life on August 2nd. And I'm telling you, I fucking did. I had a fucking blast. That concert was amazing. These niggas sung and danced for two hours motherfucking straight. And I realized like oh, two weeks later, they didn't have no fucking backup dancers that I, that I could see. There was no fucking backup dancers and there was no backup singers from what I can hear. I don't know if there was a band or not. I want to say there was, and I couldn't see them, but Backstreet Boys is fucking amazing. They are back. Backstreet is back. This was the DNA tour, by the way, and it was amazing. They are fucking amazing. So that was the lesson. It's like to compartmentalize. Okay, cool. Then I kid you the fuck not, that very Friday the 5th, I got pulled over. <laughs> That's number 15. Oh my God, why do I keep saying these numbers? I'm just making up numbers. This is number 19. My favorite number, by the way. I got pulled over, okay? And with this whole car accident situation, that was my second car accident ever. The first car accident I ever got, ever got into was a hit and run. And they hit and they ran. And yes, I technically could have probably not have made that left turn. I should have just left, you know, went, let the car pass by and then go. But for whatever reason, I thought I could make it. And the guy was just, I think he was just trying to like go past me to avoid, you know what I mean? Not even to avoid me, but to like... You know, to be a dick. Like, oh, you want to make a left turn? Well, I'm going to go in front of you. Instead of just fucking letting me go and maybe him slowing down a little bit. But anyway, you know what I mean? I'm always like, you always look at all sides of the situation. But he fucking hit me and then he ran off, motherfucker. And my car did get totaled technically. So that was a whole fucking bullshit situation. But I got pulled over. This was the second time I ever got pulled over. The first time I ever got pulled over was like a whole situation I won't get into. It was in the morning. I was speeding. And yes, I was. I could just admit I was fucking speeding. I was doing like 10 miles over, 8 miles over. It was like five or six in the morning. Nobody was on the highway. I get fucking pulled over for the first time ever. I was like 21, 20. And I got a ticket. So that was the first time I was ever pulled over and got a ticket. And I've been driving since I was 15. So I never got pulled over for five years or six years after that. Then got pulled over for the first time, got a ticket. This time around, I got pulled over and did not get a ticket. So it's the first time I ever got a warning. But here's the lesson, okay? And I'm gonna, I kid you not, I talk about this shit all the time. I pride myself on being an amazing driver. But not only that, I pride myself on making full stops at stop signs and red lights. Stop signs and red lights. I pride myself on making full stops. In the state of Colorado, you can make a right turn on a red light. You can make a turn, or, you know, turn on a red light. I still do complete stops. Not like a little rolling stop, no complete fucking stops of course i didn't fucking do it and i got pulled over but here's the thing i thought that since i was making a right turn and like the way that like the light is with like the street i thought that i could kind of go over the crosswalk so i can kind of see the cars coming then make the stop 
That's what I usually do. I roll over the little crosswalks, you know, white lines on the floor. Then I make my complete stop, look to the left to see if cars are coming, and then go. That's not what you're supposed to do, apparently. So you can look this shit up if you want. I sure didn't, but this is what the fuck the cop said. I'm supposed to stop before the crosswalk. A complete stop before the crosswalk. That's where I fucked up. I went over the crosswalk and then did a complete stop. <laughs> no, before. There's a red light. You stop before the crosswalk. You do the complete stop, which means you wait like two or three seconds, look left and right. Make sure no, make sure no pedestrians are crossing because they usually have the right of way. Then you slowly roll over the little crosswalk, most likely make another stop or a pause and then make the right turn. So there's a lesson there. Cool. Number 20. Um, that shit got me hype. Um, my son Isaiah didn't get into the school that I wanted him to go to. My oldest son. I wanted him to go to the middle school that I went to. I don't know why. I just, there's certain things I'm sappy and traditional about, but it's like, I went there. You need to go there. Well, he didn't get fucking accepted because he had to be open enrolled and he's in a different school. And the school he's going to now, like, I kid you not, all fucking middle school and high school, everyone's like, this school's so ghetto and nobody go there. Like, this is the worst school ever. And I keep, this is like the lesson. Bitch, that's like 1999, 2000. It is a whole 22 years fucking later. Like, the way that the school is, the culture and diversity and all that, all those words, it's so different. And it's a different time. And he's fucking loving it as far as I know. So, like, that's the lesson is, like, sometimes you want to be traditional and sometimes it's okay to just fuck it. You know what I mean? Number 21 is super simple. We went to the zoo. Again, just me and Peanut because the other two were at school. Uh, Peanut does not have school on Fridays. Oh, yeah, he started early childhood education preschool. And I never had a kid in preschool. The other two went straight to kindergarten. So... We went to the zoo and the lesson there is like, we need to be outside more. It is okay to be outside, to be sweaty, to get a little dirty. Like it is okay. So there's a lesson in that. Like peanut, the last time he went to the zoo, he was one or like, yeah, he was one. I think like in a few days or some shit, but yeah. Um, so he literally doesn't remember. And the only reason why we went is because it was Victor's like school trip. Um, it was his kindergarten, like like school trip the last week of school but anyway like it's okay to be outside and like do things with the kids to like set up play dates and I don't know I need to like really I'm working on my money mindset I've been saying that for a while and I feel like I'm finally really really working at it um I always give the excuse of like oh I just don't have money I just don't have money I just don't have money I'm always broke I'm always broke so I can't do shit So, you know, I'm just changing my mindset. Like, it's okay. It's like a whole thing. But yeah, it was just, it was a good time. We went to the zoo. That was just, I was going to say last week. No, that was like a few weeks ago. That was actually, what? Oh yeah, no, no, it was last. What am I looking at? It was Friday, August 19th. We went to the zoo. It was really cute. And then number 22... I started my own fucking business, like for real, for real, legit, legit, through the IRS, through the government, through the state of Colorado secretary. I started a fucking legit business, paid $1 for it, have a business checking account. I'm say all the things is Queen Arlene Fitness, LLC. And the lesson there is that you can do whatever the fuck you want whenever the fuck you want, man. And whether this business blows the fuck up or it doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm here to change lives. I'm here to make money in the process. And it's going to be fucking amazing. And no, I'm not going to be a Zumba instructor like I had previously mentioned. And it's crazy. I was going to post on August 1st, like, I am a Zumba instructor. And I was going to make this big post. I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to get training and certified. It's going to be awesome. And something told me not to. I don't know what the fuck that something was. And here I am not doing the training. Instead, I'm actually in training to be a turn up instructor. Turn up. T-U-R-N space U-P. Turn up with Tansy. I've talked about her before in my podcast, Tansy and Chandler. I believe I did the bossy podcast. If I haven't, it's all good. But I'm telling you, I'm about to be a turn up instructor here in Colorado. If you've never heard of it, it's all good. I'll have like links and bios and all that shit. 
Um, so you can attend one of my classes if you're local, but and most likely there'll be like an online option as well. But man, you can do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want. Stop thinking that you're too old, too fat, too dark, too light, too, too you know, I don't know the right word I was thinking of because I have like, you know, my, my, my brain condition, my eye condition, my back problem, my knee problem, my knee got replaced, like ableism, you know, being able. Listen, you can do, that's the lesson, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Stop, stop trying to hold your own self back. You know, or just stop holding your own self back. You fucking got this. So with that, those are the 22 things I learned in the summer of 2022. If you take pictures like I do, I take a bunch of pictures. Go down memory lane. Go down memory lane. Start, you know, when your kids got out of school to when your kids came back. And just look through the pictures and it's okay if you didn't post all of them or made stories about them or made reels about them or TikToks. You have your own little memories, okay? Those are for you. And you just go through them and you think about, oh my God, that day was fucking shitty because X, Y, Z. But then be like, oh my God, but remember we did that one, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, just go down memory lane. I hope that you went down your own memory lane while you were listening. Like, oh shit, yeah, I did do that on the 4th of July. Oh shit, I did go to the zoo or Elages or Top Golf or whatever. I want you to think about what you've learned. Think about it. What have you learned this summer? You know, I know everyone does like these photo dumps, you know, but not everyone has, you know, they're probably posting those 10 pictures on Instagram and you don't know the full story or the shitty days that they had in the in-between. You know, this is just me going through, again, what I learned while also catching you up for podcast reasons. I probably could have talked about 55 things I learned this summer, you know, but and then, you know what I always say? Think about the season you're in. Maybe you just gave birth and you didn't do shit this summer. But guess what? You kept the whole fucking human alive. Fucking there you go. Like, honestly, again, not sarcastic. Good for you. Like, stop thinking that you have to have these amazing every single second hour and day of the fucking summer has to be spectacular and amazing. But I look back and I'm like, oh, shit, we did. We did. We had fun. We have fun, you know? I say it with that voice because, you know, we have fun. Of course, I always want to do more, but it's okay to do less as well. So, also think about, like, what works and what doesn't work. And in life, not necessarily in the summertime, but that that's... We're going we're gonna to just talk about this for a second. If you haven't already noticed, there's already a lot of changes with season two of this podcast. Um, there would literally be times... Where I had a podcast idea. I had the meat of the episode in my head. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking freestyle this shit. I know how to talk for an hour and a half. This shit is easy. But what I didn't have was the few little things that I repeat every episode. I didn't have the tips, tricks, or hacks. I didn't have the three affirmations. I didn't have what I was addicted to. I didn't have, I, I would normally say, listen to this while you're, and I would always name three things. While you're at work, while you're taking a shower, or while you're at your job. I always had three things. But I'm telling you, it was hard to come up with three things. I was like, I already said, what, 25 times three? I already said 75 three things. A few of them was probably repeated, you know? So I was like, this is hard. And I would literally just not record because of that. And this was before summer vacation. So you need to think about what works or what doesn't work. So that just doesn't work for me anymore. At least right now, in this particular season that I'm in, I don't want to say those things because it was literally making me not want to record this podcast, which I fucking love. And here I am just, again, talking for an hour, over an hour, just fucking having the time of my life. I, I know I'm good at this shit. <laughs> like, that's just me being cocky, but I know I'm good at this shit. Um, so no, I don't have the tip tricks or hacks anymore. No, I don't have affirmations at the end. But I just realized it just doesn't work. So I'm just not going to do it. And like, life will fucking go on. So... It will be a little weird at first to kind of like, maybe for you as a listener, if you if you were used to it, or maybe you're like, oh my God, thank fucking God, this is boring, or I always fast forward it through that part or whatever, but for now, this is how it's going to be, the new like format and formula, I hope you like it, if you don't, you know me, don't fucking listen, bye, <laughs> you know how many other people have podcasts, like hundreds of thousands, that's why I love the people who do listen, thank you. You 13 people who are constantly listening every week. Like, I fucking love you, 13. <laughs> but, yeah, this is this is it. We are done. 
there's gonna there's no affirmations right now but i still do want you to take a few deep breaths if you are listening take a sip of water if you actually were completing a task i hope you finished it if you're not you know i hope you go ahead and press play on a different episode of mine or maybe somebody else's I want you to reflect on your summer and what you learned. And if you did complete that task, I hope you're proud. Like, fuck yeah. I You just helped me organize my closet, girl. Oh my God, you made that shit so much easier. Because that's why I listen to podcasts for the most part. I like to listen to, con- to podcasts while doing stuff. So if you, like I said, if you just like cleaned out your whole closet, like just take a step back and go, oh, I did it. You know, round of applause for you, baby. So... With that, we're done. I will talk to you next week. I hope you have a good day. And thank you so much for listening in. Bye.